0: Hey, what's up? It's Rico here, CEO of Source Fine Asia, and I'm back with another one from the Source Fine Asia vlog, of course, Made in China podcast, if you wanna check it out. So in this video, I'm gonna be talking about how to choose the right factory, not just the right factory, but the right factory for your business specifically. I don't wanna be a product of my environment. I want my environment to be a product of me. For me, when it comes to dealing with clients, this is one of the biggest issues, uh, biggest points of contention I would say I have sometimes with clients is like, I think this factory is most suitable for, for their business and their size and everything. And they wanna work with this other factory, right? And I think the first thing that people always get mixed up is they think that the larger the factory, the better. It's not always the case. Like sometimes working with a very large factory means that, you know, they might be working with Disney or they might be working with Walmart but it doesn't necessarily mean that one they're making good quality products and then two that they value every single client you know so they might focus if they're making if 70% of their business comes from let's say two companies and then the other 30% is is a bunch of other uh, other smaller fishes they're going to focus on the two big fishes and yeah. Even though they might have the best intentions when they take on your business, it's just the reality is if Walmart comes in with a PO for $5 million and they say, we need this done in the next two months, guess whose production is being pushed back? It's probably yours, right? Or guess who is going to have less people on their production line checking for quality control issues? Probably yours as well. So you really want to look at how big the factory is versus how big your orders are going to be. So. I would say, generally, like, if you're working with a factory, you should ask them, like, uh, what, what is a big order to you? What is a medium-sized order? What is a small-sized, a small-sized order? And if, if your orders at the beginning are small, and then the, the orders that you think you're going to be making in a year are still small, you want to reconsider that. Maybe try to find a factory where um, maybe your test order is considered to be small, but an actual full-scale sc- order from you would be medium to large for them. You know and then that way you're gonna have more leverage over the factory they're gonna value you as a client and you're gonna have more control over your production because the money that they're making from you is is significant for them another big thing is location location is huge like uh, I think this is something that people underestimate China's gigantic obviously um, and then a, a big thing is a lot of times when factories say that they're based let's say a factory says they're in, they're in Shanghai they're not in Shanghai. They're somewhere close to Shanghai, but they put Shanghai in their name because it's easier for people to understand Shanghai than, you know, let's say Nantong, you know, or, or, you know, some of the other surrounding cities in that area. So you have to remember that, like, you really want to find out where the location of your factory is just so that you have that you have that understanding. And then you also want to make sure that the factory is in a place that's accessible. So one, for when you send inspectors to go visit the factory, they need to be able to get there and it shouldn't be too difficult to get there. And then two, also just from a logistics standpoint, if the factory doesn't have good roads around them, like that's going to, there's a higher chance that there's going to be issues when they're shipping the product and and potential defects, right? So these are big things you want to make sure that the location of your factory is on point and that you know where it is. So I think the next thing as well is like production time uh, production time and timelines. So if you are working with a big factory, like I mentioned before, sometimes they chart out their productions. We have a factory, for example, that charts out their productions 90 days in advance. So it doesn't matter what time of year that we order our product. It ha- is going to be produced in 90 days. So what, what tends to happen in those situations is my client has to then chart out their orders six months, eight months out in advance. And it can sometimes be inconvenient, especially if you're in a business where you're selling the you pre-sell product and then you need it within a certain time time frame, right? It's a little bit easier to chart out your productions when you're a bigger company and you've been working for five, six, seven, eight years and you kind of know consistently what products you're gonna need within a certain time frame. But that's something you have to you have to figure out is when you talk to your factories, like what are their production times? Because Just if they say 90 days, it doesn't actually take them 90 days to produce the product. It takes them 20 days or 25 days to produce the product, takes them maybe 10 days to get the raw materials. The additional 60 days comes from them just having other productions in place. So you want to make sure that you understand the production times of the factory that you're working with so that you can make sure that um, you get your product on time and you're not delayed or at least you can plan out your production schedule in, in, in a better fashion. The next point is, I think, specialization and experience. When you talk about specialization, this depends on what kind of business you're trying to launch. If you're trying to launch a an, an original design product, right, like something that you're designing, it's never made before, you really want to find a factory that specializes. You don't want to find a factory that is working on six seven different product categories at the same time where well, you don't want to find a factory that's just like got the their main product and then has 20 other products that they sell you want to find a factory that's only focused on this type of product whether it's you know um, bluetooth headphones uh, which is like they must be only making bluetooth headphones or accessories that are related to bluetooth you know what i mean it should be really really honed in but if you are let's say on the fba side of things and you are you know trying to scale out your business and you really just need to private label a product you might want to find a factory that has a product range because then you have the option of ordering one product from them and then potentially in the future ordering multiple products from them so that's where you have to figure it out for yourself is how much does this factory specialize and how much experience do they have with your product again when, when it comes to experience the more experienced they are, the more likely they're going to be able to fix mistakes. Um, if they're very familiar with the product, they'll be able to you know, come up with solutions as they're going when it comes to the original design thing. Because with original design, you do need every single time somebody makes a product from scratch, there's always going to be mistakes. It doesn't matter how good your design is, there's always going to be things that need to be adjusted. So you want to find a factory that has that specialization and experience as you grow your business, even with FBA side of things, you do want to find a factory that's more experienced with that product because it's just going to cut down on defects. If they are not focused on your product, they're just going to be more likely to have mistakes. And then on top of that, if they're not focused on that specific product category and they're selling products in completely different categories, they're not going to help you expand your production line anyways, because your product line anyways, because they have so many other things that they're chasing. So you wanna make sure that the specialization and experience and also try to avoid factories that are not only producing but also selling because there's a ton of factories right now that are selling on Amazon. There are factories that sell locally. That's a little bit more normal. Don't be too cautious about that, but definitely like you wanna see is this factory focused on on trying to go direct to, to consumer. Another big factor with choosing a factory is Um, certifications so like you need to know as a buyer you need to know what certifications you need for your product so uh, for example if you're making toys and they're made from plastic and you're gonna sell them in Europe or you're gonna sell them in the US and Canada there's certain testing that needs to be done on those products for you to be allowed to sell them in in, in the US and Canada so for example in in, in Europe so in Europe um, there's CE which is usually usually needs needs to actually be put on the product the ce logo and then put on the packaging as well the packaging can work and then that just certifies that you've met the european standards you've done the testing you've done you know to check for toxic chemicals in 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 the toy or or making sure that the toy doesn't have sharp edges and things like that and then with the us is the as um astm which is american standards for manufacturing and the Canadian, the Canadian one sort of follows the same tenancies as a- a- ASTM. And again, it's just toxic chemicals. You want to make sure that those kind of things are not present in the product. But you need to figure that out for yourself. There's different things for electronics. There's different things for um, anything with sort of batteries inside, like you know, not just anything that has a, a lithium battery inside. That has to have proper testing in, in order to import it, because of course there's been histories of lithium batteries exploding so you you want to make sure that you understand those things and make sure that either find a factory that already has that certification in place or a factory that's willing to help you go through that process maybe even share the costs because it's not cheap it's not cheap to get this kind of testing done especially if you want to do it effectively it could be at minimum you know around a thousand dollars all the way up to two three four thousand dollars depending on the product And then the last thing i think is business philosophy like when i talk about business philosophy this is going to be a key factor in how you grow your company with the factory are they the kind of factory that again is specialized and wants to expand the manufacturing and become better at manufacturing or are they trying to shift more into a direct to consumer business model this is going to affect your business five six years down the line if they're not really focused on making the product or they're more focused on making the product for themselves That means they're going to use the best resources they're going to give themselves the best timeline and your factory is going to become a competitor with you another thing is in terms of business philosophy like when it comes to quality control if the factory is sort of has the mindset of whatever they're doing is good enough this chabu do mindset in 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 chinese then whenever you have quality control issues they're not going to try to fix it so so you want to make sure that you're aligned business philosophy. And you can tell this stuff from even the initial communication. Like when you're asking certain questions, do they answer them? Do they come up with solutions? Are they you know, more willing to conform to some of your suggestions at the beginning? Or are they just kind of not answering questions and kind of being like, it's my way or the highway? Like if you feel that in the initial, communica- in initial communication, initial negotiations, that's probably how your relationship is going to be moving forward with the factory. So I, I like to think about the business philosophy. Uh, if you do have a chance, sitting down with the managers and the bosses and see if they're aligned in the business philosophy. A lot of times I can pinpoint some of the main issues with a supplier. When I talk to their sales team, about certain things and then I'll go and sit down with the management about certain things and I'll go sit down with the CEO or the the general managers they like to call it and the general manager is talking about how you know he wants to have a collaborative effort with his clients and you know we want to grow together and be strong and all this stuff and then the managers are like well you know what like we can't make decisions because you know the board has to the, the gm has to sign off and everything I, i'm not in i'm not responsible for this i can't i can't negotiate with all but this is not how we do it with our previous clients and then the sales team are like well you know i don't know what's going on like i need to talk to my my management team and, and it's like they can't no one's making decisions and then the decisions at the top are not necessarily being translated uh throughout the, the team or the salesperson is just like i'm busy and They don't reply to your messages and it's like yeah you're you're the owner of the company wants things to be like this but it's not being translated throughout the business you want to pay attention to things like that especially when you're talking about long-term relationships with the factories because it does make a difference when you've been working with a factory for a year plus if you're having the same issues you're having a year ago it's just not it's not fun so you want to make sure that you're you're following all those steps so again make sure you're choosing the right factory for yourself Talking about, when we talk about that, we're talking about the size, the location, specialization, experience, business philosophy, certifications, and yeah, I mean, I think, don't just think that the bigger the factory, the better, or the the older the factory, the better. It's not necessarily the case. You really do have to figure out specifically if this factory is suitable for you and your business hey what's up guys thanks for listening to this episode of the made in china podcast if you want to reach out to us that's podcast at swissfinasia.com if you want to check out the show notes from the episode that you just watched that's swissfinasia.com slash made in china and be sure to also check out our youtube channel sourcefinasia All one, one word cheers Bus moves to the hallway My niggas posted on the wall always Ain't thinkin' about class, dog. My ass tryin' to parlay If we had the shit all way, We be standing here all day But look, the principal coming, and get pounds Then we all skate All late to class with fake passes Living life in the fast lane But ain't passin' They dreamin' to be the next J's And Dame Dashes. Ain't even open my book And it's time to change classes Walk straight past my ex And don't speak, it's all good I probably have a new ex By next week, I just think the shit we did was silly, yo, I know that. But what I wouldn't get to go back, hey.